My name is Scott Chaloner and this is the Leaders' Council podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. You join us on a crisp autumn morning here in the capital and I'm delighted to say that joining me on today's show is Alex Hewitt, the CEO of AOK Events, a full-service event management company specialising in various areas, including corporate hospitality and tickets, live events, incentive schemes, parties and sponsorship uh, Alex, thank you for joining us and welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure having you with us as well, Alex. Um, now, I can imagine that obviously the last 18 months have been a significantly challenging uh, period um, when it comes to running an event management company. But I understand that you haven't always been in that industry. You've also had experience um, as a landlord as well, which I imagine as well has been quite challenging over the uh, the last uh, few months, but maybe not, of course, relevant um, in the most recent history. So um, what, what was that like, sort of changing industries and moving from kind of being a landlord into sort of events management? Yeah, I found myself being the youngest landlord in the UK completely by mistake. Uh, I was one of the, I failed all of my A-levels at school, uh, much to my and my parents' um, dismay. Uh, Tried a job in the city, hated it, uh, and started working part-time at a pub called the Fox Revived near Gatwick Airport. Um, Part-time, absolutely fell in love with it, and through a series of extraordinary events, found myself being given a license by Crawley Magistrates Court, uh, aged 19, and uh, and ran a beautiful country pub with a staff of 35 for about three years. And, and really, it was my university uh, and an entry into the, uh, the sort of hospitality sector. Yeah, certainly seems the case. And then um, you went on to sort of expertise and then you sort of set up the events management department at that business, which almost became as big as the sort of main production side of the company itself. And it was then that you sort of went on to sort of launch your own venture, wasn't it, if I'm right in saying? Yeah, correct. I'd always had an absolute love of sport. I'd been a a pretty decent cricketer, but not quite good enough to uh, make a living out of it. Uh, And... um, after three years of working in a pub and, and understanding, you know, that the the simple pleasure of giving somebody a delicious plate of food and, and, and something nice to drink, merging that with doing that at a sporting event kind of got me into the corporate hospitality industry. Uh, one of my regulars at the pub happened to be uh, very senior at a large American IT firm. And when I started up in, in the hospitality and events world, uh, managed to get their business um, grew my kind of contact list and took on a very small number of employees uh, over a sort of five-year period, um, but loved every single day that I spent doing it. Uh, And in the year 2000, decided to kind of take the plunge and set up my own business. So I I have to thank my wife for for, for pushing me into doing it. She was the one that recognized that if I was going to set up my own business, it should be done, you know, before we had a family or anything like that. Um, and yeah, 21 years later, still still going strong and loving going to work every day. And I can imagine that some of the sort of most challenging times within that period were probably sort of March to August 2020 or maybe even the whole of 2020, given what happened to the event management industry. Um, how was it yeah. sort of navigating all of that when sort of COVID really first kicked off? Yeah, I, I thought nothing could be worse than 9-11 or the financial crisis of 2008. But the period between March and August 2020 was uh, pretty soul-destroying. 
by the start of last year, I was running a business with a kind of turnover of about 20 million pounds. We had 45 full-time members of staff. And when COVID hit and we were all sent home um, last March, for the first three months, we, uh, I mean, you can imagine there were no sales. You know, I was running a business that specialized in the mass participation um, you know, of, of, of people, conferences, parties, big corporate hospitality events. Um, so nobody was booking anything. Uh, and in fact, our, all of our time was spent for a three-month period um, having to oversee refunds from people who had booked a summer party, a conference, an incentive trip, Wimbledon, Ascot, Chelsea Flower Show, etc. And I think in that first three months of when COVID hit, we had to refund nearly five million pounds um, in money and it, it was a real exercise um, in, 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 in survival um, and uh, it, I mean it, it, that, that was quite easily the most challenging period of time that I've ever had as a kind of business owner and entrepreneur. Um, we had to, you know, we worked out reasonably quickly that very sadly we had to um, make some redundancies despite the furlough scheme. Um, and we reduced the number of staff we had from 45 to 17, um, three of whom remained on, sorry, two of whom remained on uh, maternity leave. Uh, we obviously kept them safe, um, uh, which seemed obviously the absolute right thing to do. Um, but over the course of the summer, um, our kind of daily brainstorming sessions that we instigated reasonably early in the mix about how we can find ways for our clients, some of whom we worked with for you know 20 years, to continue to work with us, became ever more creative. And by the end of the summer, we kind of built up a whole series of new products that started to actually gain some traction um, with our clients that saw us sending out contracts and invoices and turning the tide of just losing tens and tens of thousands of pounds every month uh, until, you know, we, we, we broke even, you know, in September. Um, and since then, it's been just the most joyous and most exhilarating 14 months roller ride, roller coaster ride imaginable. And what sort of made it that kind of rewarding and successful sort of coasting out of uh, restrictions, uh, would you say? Would it be sort of that innovation in-house and the fact that you've sort of really kept things together over the course of that time? Uh, yeah, I, I think it, uh, it, it was really how the staff that we kept really pulled together to help, you know, AOK events dig itself out of the enormous hole um, that it was in. Every, everybody in the company, you know, obviously including myself and any other shareholders, everybody volunteered a, a salary, you know, sacrifice um, in order to kind of keep the company going. But we worked incredibly hard at talking to our customers, uh, even though they had no work to give us, and, and just making sure that they were aware that we were finding, you know, trying to find ways of um, helping them stay engaged with their clients uh, and staff. And I think the the sort of the, the breakthrough breakthrough moment was the kind of rule of six that was announced at the end of August last year, 
And it was then that companies realized that normal wasn't going to return for a period of time. Um, I think well-being had risen up the corporate agenda significantly over the course of last summer. And AOK Events were one of the first event management companies to go out to the marketplace with uh, a wide range of really creative virtual events that allowed companies to stay engaged with their staff and with their clients. And when restrictions sort of went completely in England earlier on in 2021, it would have been around about July, I believe. Um, has it been yep. sort of almost like a huge weight off your shoulders that sort of events have been able to return in full flow? Yeah, I think possibly our, our single biggest event um, over, over the course of a year is, is Wimbledon. So the fact that that was one of the first big sporting events that was allowed to continue with near capacity crowds, certainly in the second week of the tournament, allowed us to fulfill a lot of clients who had postponed their booking from 2020 to 2021, which was really important to us because it allowed us to kind of keep their cash um, in our business, which, which you know was incredibly helpful, cash is king and all that. The fact that that was all able to go ahead and we were able to count that money as revenue for this year was a real boost. And that combined with clients starting to do some live events, continuing to do um, virtual, you know, has meant that, you know, combined with much smaller overheads this year, this, this year, I mean, amazingly, could be the most financially successful year we've had in 21 years which would be incredible considering just how difficult 2020 was just in comparison to that. And sort of reflecting on the last sort of 18 months by and large, what would you say are sort of the biggest lessons that you've maybe taken from this experience of managing AOK through such a crisis like that and then coming out of the other side and still continuing to be a successful business? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think there are, there are two sets of people to thank. Uh, one our incredible staff who have worked absolutely tirelessly to find ways to either save money, make a bit of money, um, make sure our marketing is as good as it can be without any marketing budget. Um, and I think that we have created a culture at AOK Events over the last 18 months that is absolutely unique. Um, and it's something that we will be extremely protective about, you know, moving forward. Um, it, the, 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 the 15 or we're up to 20 now of us that are working on a daily basis, still only really one or two days in the office and the rest from home. You know, we've built up a, a, a trust work ethic and real like and friendship for each other, which is, um, you know, which is utterly heartwarming. So, treating one's staff how one would like to be treated ourselves and making sure that AIRC events is the best possible place to work at, I think is the, the first thing. And the second is a, uh, is a shout out to our clients who have been very loyal. And I've been hugely impressed by big businesses in particular who have felt a real sense of duty to support their event management partners you know, through thick and thin, and not that they've just created events to give us for the sake of it, but when they have been in a position to say, right, well, I want to organize 
a Christmas party or send hampers out to a client or, or to do some corporate hospitality, they've given us the opportunity um, to fulfill that order without having to pitch against any competitors in order to kind of support us in our recovery. So yeah. I think our relationships that we've got with our clients is also the strongest that it's ever been. And, and those two building blocks of internal and external relationships are the building blocks upon which um, AEC events will continue to flourish in 2022 and beyond. It's amazing, isn't it, just how industry and how business leaders have really come together in that fashion to really help each other through this uh, crisis. And after the big yeah, comeback, and, yeah, uh, yeah, go on. And, sorry, and, and to do this slightly selfishly, uh, or in fact entirely selfishly, I've absolutely loved the leadership challenge from August or September. In fact, from June or July last year, you know, all, all the way through to now, every day has been an opportunity to. Um, manage the situation in terms of, you know, making sure that we're doing all that we can to support our staff through a very challenging time. We had a truly remarkable evening in the pub this summer where, as a surprise, we paid back all of our staff who had sacrificed, you know, their salaries for a 12-month period. Um, we paid them back in full. Uh, and, you know, there, there were tears and, and, and it was wonderful you know, being able to do that. And so there, whilst there were some very lows, you know, low lows, March to July, the, the number of highs that have happened since then um, have kind of, you know, really, really proved that we've done things the right way and I've learned lessons that I'll, I'll have with me forever. Absolutely. And uh, obviously thinking about the huge comeback that 2021 has been for your business um you talk about having sort of some big plans for 2022 and beyond what are sort of some of those ambitions for the next uh, calendar year as hopefully the industry can continue in earnest yeah I, I think you know our industry you know has been decimated uh by you know by by covid lots of companies uh have, have you know have, have gone under and and many like us you know have had to make large numbers of you know very undeserving people you know redundant but the opportunity as with all of these things there's always an opportunity to go next door to the threat you know covid has somewhat um you know control zero control deleted the events industry and the companies that have kind of got out there first and fastest and in the most creative manner i believe that there's just a massive opportunity for them to become you know, the kind of biggest players in this very special sector. And, and, and we're very ambitious that, that, that we become one of them. Companies that previously, you know, we've pitched against unsuccessfully because they've been so much bigger than us, um, more resourced, you know, more experienced, are, are unable to say that they are our better in this new, somewhat, you know, hybrid world that we live in of, of a mixture of live events, virtual events and and sort of you know something completely different altogether and that's really exciting it is certainly it seems that this sector really is changing and it is those smaller operators like yourselves that are more niche that are more nimble that are going to be taking advantage of that and hopefully in 12 months time we might even be revisiting this on the program and just talking about the success stories from yet another brilliant year for you yeah absolutely i think covid has brought out the entrepreneurial spirit in so many Small businesses, and if you are able to look at things, you know, 
turn it upside down, give it a shake, look, look at it, you know, inside out, and and see what um, see what it looks like. Then that there are, you know, that there is there is the most amazing opportunity for growth if you're hardwired in a way that is interested in doing things differently from how you've done them before. Exactly right. And if there are those people of the sort of younger entrepreneurial mindset that are tuning into this podcast today and you might have your own sort of big idea and are maybe thinking of starting your own business, um, that's good advice to heed. And it's also worth remembering, isn't it, Alex, that, you know, some of the best businesses out there, some of the biggest as well, they've sprung out of times of economic hardship. And it's because of that entrepreneurial spirit, that drive, that ambition and that ability to pivot and adapt to succeed. Absolutely. Uh, we've even started a, a future leaders program here at Eric Events, whereby we're training the next generation of leaders within our company um, up. They're going through a six month program and a part of that program, as well as giving them some generic leadership skills, is around the subject of being entrepreneurial um, so that we sort of, you know, future proof ourselves as a business against something like this happening again and our employees you know are best skilled along with myself to ride the next crisis that hits the event sector so hopefully that won't be for you know a little while yet hopefully not and uh, it is very much what we're all about here at the leaders council as well inspiring that next generation of business leaders of entrepreneurs so fantastic mission you're on uh, best of luck of course in the next 12 months alex and hopefully we'll be able to uh, revisit this again soon uh, um, until then do you take care and do stay safe and all the very best for AOK events in the future. Thanks, Scott. You too. Um, it was a pleasure welcoming Alex Hewitt, CEO of AOK Events, onto the podcast today. Um, and to all of our regular listeners tuning in, if you feel that you might have your own similar story of success and of innovation to share, then by all means, you can apply to be on the programme at leaderscouncil.co.uk forward slash apply. Um, until next time, everybody, please do take care and goodbye. We'll see you all very soon. <laughs>